Hi everyone, I'm Nicole Robinson and I'm a three-year basketball official. Due to the coronavirus, a lot of us lost our jobs, including myself. What I decided to do at that time was to start a t-shirt brand. My company, But Make It Fashion, But M-A-K-E, It Fashion, does custom shirts as well as my own designs. We currently have shirts related to the Black Lives Matter movement, Juneteenth celebration, Pride Month, as well as designs bringing praise to a few small towns that are often not recognized. Our goal and mission is to promote representation. You can find us on Instagram at buttmakeitfashion.20 and our website is buttmakeitfashion20.com. Hi, this is NBA referee scout Al Batista. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs podcast. Serve the game. We have an outnumbering fast break situation here. A1, uh, give and go with A2. Got that trailing defender from behind, LeBron style. Is this what you mean by locate the defender who could hurt you the most? Right. The, the, the lead's got to find the last defender or the one that can hurt him the most. Now, since uh, also, too, what's interesting on the play, the lead is um, – uh, the original lead, he's he's beat on the play, no big deal. But when you're beat on the play, and once you get your defender, okay, um, lead, you can help with this goaltending and lift your eyes. Lift your eyes to the glass because you're beat so you can assist. The center on this play, um, he's going to referee – this other defender on the other side, but he has to lift his eyes as well. And the center does a really good job here. I would just like to see the center um, stay attached to the sideline, but the center has to lift their chin and their eyes will go as well. So if you can do that on tape, you'll get, you'll get that right. So, so is, it, is this know, the only situation where you would say a lead could help out on those basket interference? Yes, basket and furious goaltending. Yes, yeah, so if you're beat as a lead, you know, you got to be ready for that. So you go legal. Okay, let me take my eyes. And then there it is. And, and center has got to be ready too. And, and so on. The other thing about this is when you're looking at tape, know your personnel. So the one who goaltending is, is you say, boy, he's, he's a great leaper. And, and also take this. Another thing you can take out of this when you're watching players warm up, you know, identify your, your, your big players because they're potential shot blockers and they're potential goaltenders or basket inter- interference, you know, and, and so on. This is a good play, too, where you can kind of anticipate what might occur, just kind of picking up that trailing defender, knowing he's – He's a horse running down the court. He's probably going to make a play on the ball. That's when we could kind of right. to him. He's a backside defender in, in, the, in the center on this play. has got to get ready. So close. Right. Yes, very close. 
And this and the other thing too is go over your rules, you know, you know, in, in, in NCAA basketball, once that ball touches the board, okay, um, once that ball touches the board um, above ring level, it's considered to be on its downward flight. So now, now talk to me about the rule difference with high school, because I know in high school you can take the ball off the backboard if it's still on its way up, right. correct? High school rule is you got you have some judgment involved. And um, you you have some judgment involved. And if you consider that was on his upward flight, you play on. But a good rule of thumb is once it touches that backboard above ring level in the amateur game, it's uh it's uh probably goaltending and, and so on. It's it's so hard to build the muscle memory to adjudicate both the college and the high school rules on this play because yeah. I think this is one of the most difficult plays for officials. Is this above the right. Did it touch the glass first or did the defender touch the ball first? And and I know we've just trained our brain to where as soon as it hits the glass, we're killing it and scoring it. So to have to show restraint in a high school game, the same situation, it's just hard. So, like you said, I usually I usually just score it if they take it off the glass in high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing with this, Paul, is um, the other interesting thing about this is um, uh, is replay. You know, go over your replay rules uh, because everyone's kind of uncomfortable with replay. You know how. You know, when you go over to the table, what are you looking for, and so on. And then the, the last two minutes, when what could you go over there for the last two minutes of the ball game? So that's another good little practice with this play. All right, we have a blow by here on the perimeter, setting up a block charge uh, on the pass crash, or should I say? crash pass. What do you see here, Al? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing is, let's look at the trills positioning. They're not, they're not attached to the sideline. Okay. Now let's back up to, they're not attached to the sideline. So they can't help basically with all on this. The second point, let's take the trill again. Let's back up. And I know we're going to do a lot of backing up here, but the trill and I'll, can I, when I tell you to stop, stop, okay? The, the trill is actually walking into a stack. He can't sequence. So, so back up one more time. And this is how, when you're breaking. So right when he catches it, starts sequencing. Foot, pivot, release. He walks right into a stack and, and, and so on. So how do foot, we avoid that? How do we avoid that? Okay, well, if he gets attached to the sideline, okay, and if he, on that, once he catches it, if he goes 70% offense and 30% defense, it's just, it's just his, his original setup position, you know, it, you see, see, he doesn't set up correctly. He sets actually in the stack, and he's, again, he's not attached to the sideline, um, and so on. Now, the lead, let's take the lead. Let's just focus on the lead. Let's forget you're the lead official right now. Okay, as we go back. Okay, 
Um, who are our secondary defenders? And who, and it's, it's this player right in the middle, would you agree, Paul? Yeah. So I'm just going to go to them mm -hmm. as a lead. Right about got, now, right? So, so once that, I got well, you're, you're reffing the lead, you're reffing the secondary defender pretty much the whole time right now. Right. But now is when you're really locking in on them? Yeah, right now. Okay, so we're going to do a drill. We're going to put ourselves in the lead. We're going to put ourselves in the lead. Okay, and I want you to go primary, secondary. And once I, when I say secondary, get to your lead. At, when I mean primary, secondary, defender, get to your lead as quick as possible. Okay, here we go. Primary, secondary. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's do it one more time. Primary, secondary, get to them. Good. Okay, again. Primary, secondary. And and, and let's just take it from the beginning on the top. Primary. Primary right there. Go to your secondary. There it is. Okay. Now, the next thing with this is the, the center or slot, whatever you want to call it. Okay. okay. The center or slot has got to give the lead a chance. And the whistle is just too quick. Give them a chance. Have a cadence whistle. It's a strike. It's a strike right down the middle. It's got to be called. And, and then come up with, it, with your, your adjudication at the, end of the, um, at the end of the action. Give the lead a chance. Just a second. Okay. Why do you think the lead passed on this play? Um, I don't think he ever picked up the secondary defender on this play. The other thing, point at this, watch when the play ends. Okay, once the call is made, lead, forget the ball, because all these players right here are on the honor system, and no one's watching the players. Okay, semi watching the players. But what? Watch what the lead does. They go get the ball. It just took your eyes off all the players. Then comes back. And you want to get out of that habit, even though the trill is kind of watching. But dead ball officiating is very important. Also, when the center makes this call, keep your eyes on all the players. Don't turn them away. And also in the center in the amateur game, stop your clock. Just get in the habit of stopping your clock on this play. What do you mean by honor system? You mean the time when we're not watching the players and expecting them to? Yeah, no one's watched, so they're in the honor system. We, we hope they're, they're good. You know, they, no one throws a punch or taunts or whatever. Okay, we have a verticality play here. A lot of contacts. Um, and a subsequent technical foul on the ensuing 
fast break. These are tough plays when you have to give a um, technical foul on a fast break. You try not to kill the play for the other team. What do you see on this play, Al? Going from lead to trail, find the last defender or the defender that can hurt you the most. Okay, now we have a scramble. It's really nothing. Um, centers, it's way too far down. You don't want to overrun the play because if you overrun the play, you have no chance. So you think the center came too far down on that play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you never want to overrun the free throw line extended if possible because if you think, if you look at it mathematically, you have no looks at all. Okay. Now I, okay, now let me see the verticality. No, it wasn't a foul at the end. It was a technical foul because the coach okay. reacted. Okay, so let's let's back up to the whole thing. Good job. It's 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 verticality straight up. You know, get to your secondary defender. It's nothing. Easier said than done. This is a caseable play. We're going the other way now. And and we have a technical. Easier said than done. Wait till the play completes by rule and then call adjudicate your technical foul. You said by rule, wait for the offense to finish the play? Legal. Okay, then we go the other way. Wait till he, yeah, wait till he finishes the play because, because if, if you call it too quick, you know, you could, this is a caseable play. You could take two points away or in this case, by calling it, wait till the play completes, and then come back and, and call a technical foul. Um, on this play, you could you you know you can do like uh, it's happened to me in game. Someone this exact play has happened, and someone starts yelling, and screaming at you, yep. and I, I'm in kind of cockiness. I would say, "Don't worry, coach. I'll be right back. Wait till the play is completed, and then come back and call your technical." Wow, it's it's right in the case book or don't better yes don't say anything at all just wait till it's completed and come back and get your technical foul it's right in the fed case book in in the ncaa case book and um in in in, in, in for the professional game as as well um but just well yeah because you see by calling the technical foul too early which is fine you know because the heat of the moment you actually kind of hurt the team that played good defense and um and you possibly took um another points away from them which is going to happen but great job by the leads each they're all straight up so let's look at this let's say who which one who are you if you're the lead if you're the lead official if you're the lead official on this play so the lead's referring both secondary defenders that are vertical. If you're the lead, you're, you want to pick up secondary defenders as quick as possible, and you want to pick the one because there's two of them that can contest this play. And this is an interesting play because both of them can actually contest this play. And when you're going from trail to lead on this play, you got to pick up the last defender. The other thing with this tape, you know, after you call the technical foul, okay, um, you know, what are you going to say to the coach? 
and that's something to practice. Like now's not the time. I don't know. I'm just just throwing thing. Now's not the time, or the person who called it. Maybe maybe you don't confront. You get away. You switch. The other, you know, the other official goes defender, legal guardian position, vertical, and boom, move on. You know, um, in in and so on. Or you wait till things calm down. And then go, hey, listen, that play down there, perfectly legal, legal guarding position, defense. When I do go over there, you ever, I'm not going to appease. I'm just going to give my thing and move on. And I, and you know, you got to wait. You got to know this is something you could practice just on tape. I don't, you know, know the teams or whatever, or maybe the personalities, coaches. Uh, Jeffy Anderson said a great, great, you know, know your personalities on the audio chat. It was um, very good. He said, know your personalities as a coach and maybe you don't go over there now, but you've got to practice your role playing. And just remember when you go over there, um, you're firm, you're tactful, you're competent, you're poised, um, but you're not subservient. And that's a whole other thing on any level, in my opinion, okay? Because this is a great no call. Yeah. It's a great job by the lead. On this play, maybe the center doesn't overrun the play. It's gonna happen. If you, if you do overrun the play, you gotta, you gotta back up and, and, and so on. Because see, if you overrun the play, you, there's no chance to adjudicate anything that happens up top. You have no chance at all. I know when uh, when I, I've had this play a couple times where it's like your automatic response is to give a technical foul right when the coach says something, and it just takes a lot of pain tolerance and just really have a good, good filter to 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 hold on for a couple seconds. Now, if that offensive team stops their fast break and the play settles, then you're just going to come out with the technical foul yep. there. Okay. Very good call. Excellent. The other thing too is. Know the difference between heat of moment and um, um, disrespect. Like, um, if I'm the coach, this is a good this is a good discussion here as well. If I'm the coach, says, "Come on, Paul, that's got to be a foul. Don't even get involved in that." Or, "Come on, Paul, you're better. Don't even get involved in that." But if there's a threat, there's cursing, there's an ear punch, then you you got to do something. And when they when they're threatening cursing ear punching ear that's punch. not a warning I, I i'm sorry but that's not a warning in my opinion um and so on but if someone just says oh paul that's a foul what's going on you're come on guys you know that's heat a moment play on make sense yeah that's great good talking points Yeah, we have a, a loaded play here, a couple different things, a verticality play, then a quick transition, block charge out of bounds, then a technical foul and a pretty interesting conversation with the coach. Coach wasn't too happy with the decision there. Well, let's go back to the first part of it. And I'm really looking at positioning and concepts. 
Okay, right here, if you're the lead, you got to get to the secondary defender that's going to hurt you the most, and you got to pick which one. Center, the center to me is too low again, and it's got to work back. The trill is not even in the pitcher. So the trill has got to get to their dependable position at the 28-foot line. And is it possible to stop it? Like right there, see that? See where his see where his arm is up? He's above the ball. Hmm. So he's legal right now. Great shot. And the center actually kind of kind of lucked it into this, but the center is not ready to officiate. Okay. He's in those neutral stances. The lead on this play, I would like to see on their back foot. Okay, but so let's look and see if there's a point of contact. So here we go. Good block. Stop. Again, get to your defender. There he is. Look at that. Good block. Okay. Okay, so now we come up the floor. Okay. Now... This, the center on this play is stop. Okay, the center on this play or the slot has got a referee sideline to sideline. His sideline, because the trail, you, you got to be ready to help the trail. And now let's look at the defender. And you go legal, legal. And I can't really see if he slipped him or, you know, if he, whatever, but. But the center has got to be prepared to referee this play. I don't know if it's a block charge because I can't see from that angle. Okay, you call it, you call it a player control foul, offensive foul, whatever you want to call it. Okay. The referee does a very nice job of diffusing. I just, my opinion, I would create a little space, give your explanation, and then get out of there and get the ball in play. So this is a little role playing. Paul, come on, why is that a player control foul? And you would say? Yeah, coach, I had the defenders establishing a legal garden position and the offense went to and through his chest. Tell me what you saw. I always like to give a rule-based explanation and then throw yeah. the ball back in their court after you, you do your job and answer their right. question and, and provide an explanation. Like that, I think there's got to be a point. Okay, let's let's keep playing. Or you could say, Coach, by rule, what I saw was he had two feet down. He and he and he established or obtained a legal guardian position. Yeah, and then this is heat of moment. Let him vent. Get the ball back and play. And that's one way. There's not a right way, but you got the thing is you got to practice it. So there's a lot of things by watching tape here. If you're with a small group, you go, okay, there's the lifting principle. Where are we looking? Ah, do you like your position in the C? Oh, here we go. Fast break, sideline to sideline. Okay, let's do this drill, Paul. Boom. But the thing is, you got to practice it, which, which you don't want to do on tape. Oh, good block. Let's go to the next play. No, we were like, we were on the herds today and we looked at four plays in two hours because we really dissected them. Al, do you like that idea of posing questions back to the coaches after you give them an answer? Yeah, it depends. Again, it's about the coach's personality, you know, um, and so on. Like I said, if you hear Jeff Anderson's um, talk on IBO, 
um, last Wednesday was very good. He mentioned that, and, and it's something that you just, it's a game awareness. All right, this may look familiar to you. New York City Pro-Am Summer League action. Always tough mm-hmm. games to work. Good reps here. Yeah. Not that I would know, but I've seen. Um, got to got to play another play at the rim. A lot of contact. Good defense there. Or did the defender go A to B? What do you think? Well, let's look. Let's look. Let's look at the original play when we start. Let's start from the original play. Okay. Um. Okay. So. So here we go. We go from we go from trill to lead. He's got to pick up the last defender. So if you're the trill, get yourself attached to the sideline. Focus focus seventy percent defense. You're you're walking into a stack now. Get to your defender. Okay. So now we gotta we gotta say if he's legal or illegal. But he's got to get to his secondary defender as quick as possible. And there he is. And, um, but the point is, is he getting to that? Is he getting to him? There he is. Not sure I would pass. Um, see, again, you know, look at, look at the hand of the defender. He's over the ball and I don't see him hitting the wrist and the lead. Look at the lead. Nice job. He's patient. I just wish he would stay a little bit more still and maybe not be be a little bit more on his back foot. Maybe, you know, but good wide position. That's really good. There it is. You know, and, and he processes very well on this play and he's patient. And that's a good job of being patient and processing. So let's take it, let's do a little drill. Um, we're in the lead. We're the trill, okay. Once once he gets by the trill, the trill's gotta protect the lead's backside. He gets by legal, legal, legal. I don't see anything illegal. It's just you- a little drill. You, you want to know? You want to know the one time, one of the times I, I'm uncomfortable on the basketball court when when there's bodies on the ground in the paint and I'm no call on the play. Yeah, but, but you got to also remember, just because it looks ugly doesn't mean it's a foul. No, I know. No, I'm I'm saying I'm speaking about the defender who's about to get stepped on, who might not even be part of the play now. Right. Kind of like. You know, he's underneath uh, the basket. Guys are trying to get rebounds. With it, and you're sitting right. there no calling it because there, nothing happens. But, you know, it could potentially get ugly. So that's just one time. Yep. I, that's, you know, why, that's why you got to stay there. But let, just look how he jumps. Usually when you jump off two feet, watch this. He jumps off two feet. You usually can test. If you jump off one foot, you usually foul. Very, very interesting. Watch very him again. Because when you jump off two feet, you're generally just jumping north to south. With the one foot, you're allowed to cover more you're ground. You're usually jumping straight off. Right, right. And he doesn't, from my angle, he doesn't turn into him. 
I think he did a good job last minute. Yeah, I think he processed and really retreating. What you want to do when watching tape, so let's back up to the play again. Okay, they get possession, say, 132. We're playing a pro game, so 24. So here we go. And he drives. And let's see when the potential contest of the play is. It's at 116.9 or whatever. So just focus your eyes for a little clock awareness. You know, do you, do you know your clocks? Okay? Yes, sir. Al, is there anything you want to leave us with in closing? Appreciate your time. No. The only thing I'll leave you in closing is what Mark Wonderlich says. We're down the pause button. The rewind button, the pause button, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say. Um, try to take, you know, look at your game, but try to do this like for 10 minutes every day. And don't get so involved that I get it right or wrong. Start getting involved is my positioning where am i looking my is my eye sequencing right do some drills and all that will you'll get better and better and better and the level you are working at or you're trying to get to you'll get there believe me you you just got to be patient and um that's what I'll leave you with, but keep working hard. I know it's easier said than done, but don't give up. In these times, use as an advantage because we have a lot of times in your hands. You can do a lot of this. Um, and get a little group, uh, maybe no more than five or six, and start doing stuff like this. Paul, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Game Notes on the Crown Refs podcast with special guest Al Batista. Serve the game.